Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we talk about the Bible, speak the truth, and make Bible study come to life. Here is your host, Joshua Cantrell. Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life, and I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Today, I have a good brother, probably one of my best friends with me today on this podcast. His name is the Dr. Stephon Lawrence. How you yeah. Doing, <laughs> like that. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm all right, man. On the Diligent Podcast, kicking it with my bro. Good deal, man. Just 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 want to take a few minutes to interview you. Um, you know, tell a look, tell the people a little bit about yourself. And uh probably just ask you a couple questions, you know, about your faith and and different things like that, but just tell everybody a little about yourself. Uh well, man, my name's Stephon Lawrence. Um like Josh said, I got my doctorate from UGA in educational leadership and from the Columbus, Georgia area, born and raised. I'm currently the assistant principal at Aaron Cone Middle School, uh, which is in Midland, Georgia, part of the Muscogee County School District. Um, former school district teacher of the year, former state teacher of the year finalist, and uh, got baptized when I was 16 and haven't looked back. Uh, born and raised in the church. So, you know. Just decided to be here, man, on the Diligent Podcast. Man, lit, what man. don't you do, man? It's lit. Man, do everything. Uh, <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. And and one of the good things about, you know, Steph is his mom and dad, his sister, his grandmother, everybody from your family goes here. So I know that has to be, you know, coming to worship is not just a, oh, you know, we're going to go to worship, but you you get to do that with family. And I know right, for right. sure that has to be, you know, one of the highlights for no, you. It's definitely it's definitely uh, beneficial to your faith because, you know, a lot of times the people who are closest to us are the ones that pull us away from. It. Mm. Um, so when you always are surrounded by Christians at home, um, it kind of it kind of makes staying on the. Make staying on staying on the straight and narrow, being faithful, it makes it easier because Man. your your home life is conducive. The, the fighting, you know, we already asked to do enough as Christians, you know, go through a dirty world without getting any of it on us. And so you don't need to be fighting those battles on both fronts. So if you already got to go out in the world and try to stay clean, Absolutely. you don't want to have to be at home trying to stay clean either. So uh, that's a that's a that's a blessing. That the Lord saw to seat me, uh, fit to seat, uh, to seat with me. And I thank him every day for it because Lord knows, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what made you want to get into teaching to begin with? Because, you know, you were at Carver for eight years. Right. Eight years you taught at Carver and you're an English teacher, AP English teacher. So right. what, what, what was your drive to being an educator? for for kids especially high school kids man you know i'm gonna be honest a lot of that came from a lot of that came from the casita road uh, mm. church of christ um my first uh minister uh brother clayton brother eddie clayton he was real big on education man real big on education my mom was a physical therapist he tried to get my mom to stay with the school system uh she ended up being hard-headed leaving it for the private sector to make more money and then ended up coming back to yep, it yep. later on, uh, listening to the lessons that he had taught her. 
Um, he encouraged my dad to go into it. Um, and I just remember, Basketball you know, shout yeah, out yeah, to, yeah. Shout, shout out, out to Coach Barnes, Barnes, man, for sure. And uh, he, you know, I just remember like being a little kid running up there with our report card, the brother Clayton, and you know, he give us a dollar or a piece of candy or man, a hug awesome, or whatever. Man. And then, so, so education was always placed on a priority. And then, like, even with Brother Glasgow, he preaches a lot of sermons on, like, the importance of teachers and how he feels like, you know, maybe after being a minister, like, a teacher is the most important profession. Yep. Um, and so I just kind of, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, initially went to college to be a pharmacist. Man, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, man, man, based solely on the money. Man. Based solely on the money. Josh, and I was, I was, I was miserable, bro. Um, it was it was strictly about money. Yeah. I got into the courses, those those tough science courses, and wasn't happy. And man, just kind of found my way into education. And, and what made me finally become a teacher was because um, I realized how often students of low socioeconomic status, and in particular students of color, yep. uh, they they don't the 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 education system is like another a lot of other constructs. Um, especially in America, where it's not really designed for uh, people without money and for people uh, uh, of, of of certain races. Absolutely. And um, it's, it's just it's a lot of things we got to fix in public education. Um, and I just am, am happy to be a voice that can do that. You know, when I think about it and when I look at you, when I see you, not only do I see you as a big brother, but also a brother in Christ. And, you know, when I see you having your bachelor's, your master's, your your doctorate degree, that motivates me to want to do the same thing, you know, because when you think X amount of years ago, that was a goal that was so far. And for you to be where you are, to already having accomplished that, if I'm a young person growing up and I see, oh, he has that, he can do that, that just motivates me. So, so, so how is it? You know, sometimes having all this pressure because people will see you as a role model. So how do you deal with the pressures of being a being a doctor in your profession, but also having to balance that with your faith as well? Man, it's tough um, because, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I would like to do or like to say that I kind of got to pull back from, um, mm. which I think is which I think is 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 the added benefit to working in education while being a Christian. Is there are certain things? That I just won't do because Absolutely. my faith won't allow me to do it. It won't allow me to mistreat a kid. It won't allow me not to fully extend myself to a parent, right. even a difficult parent, even a difficult student, even a difficult, you know, adult coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just certain levels I won't stoop to, certain things I won't say, certain places I won't go because of my faith. And that has kept me, you know, I, I, not only do I believe that that God has saw fit to to bestow me with certain blessings, like Teacher of the Year, absolutely. I was there, man. Like that, that was a big night. Yeah, man, that, that was, was dope, man. Night, man. And um, and I and I, I, you know, I think that that God not only saw fit to provide me with those blessings, but He also, I I think He also showed me that you know there are positives and benefits that come out of living this life. You know what I mean? Um, I don't walk in this walk. Uh, you know, I've, I've met people that I never thought I would meet. Yep. You know what I mean? I got phone numbers of people who I never thought that I would have phone numbers of conversations, the dinners with, um, you know, and, and that all comes from me just being 
solid in my faith. Absolutely. I feel like um, absolutely. I just I just don't go places I shouldn't go. I don't do things I shouldn't do. I don't. Yep. I try not to have conversations I shouldn't have. Yep. And um, that's a lot of you know that's like fifty percent of it right absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. People fall into those pitfalls where you're like, man, what was he thinking? Well, he wasn't thinking. Yep. You know what I mean? And, Cause you know, a couple months ago, you and I had a conversation and you, 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 you brought something to my attention that was really good. You know, sometimes in the church and in the world, there's this notion that, you know, because we are Christian, there are certain jobs we can't do. And I remember that Sunday you called me and I was like, yo, man, this is a really good point, man. And, and, and it just completely changed the way I viewed it itself. And I just think that's such a powerful point that you don't have to. You don't have to put your Christianity in jeopardy for what you're trying to do within your particular profession. Right, right. You shouldn't have to. Um, and, and like I said, and that goes from everything from being a soldier to a cop to a teacher oh, to point. a doctor. I yeah. mean, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be in service to others, even mm. if you're in the private sector. You know what I mean? Like if you're I was listening to this guy that runs the Ford Foundation. Um, I can't think of his name. I know his first name is Darren. His last name escapes me right now, but he was talking about being dirt poor. Wow. Um, like dirt, dirt, dirt poor. Dad didn't want nothing to do with him, anything like that. And now he's one of the biggest advocates for trying to close the wealth gap, but he's also in the top 1%. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you have people like a LeBron James or other people who advocate for, you know, um, uh, spreading the wealth and things like that, it serves as a notion like, we should always be looking to serve. Absolutely. Whether you're the president or whether you a star athlete or whatever, you should be looking to use the talents and the blessings God has blessed you with to be a service to others. And if you're not doing that, you know, you stand in, you know, you stand in jeopardy of getting your talents revoked or or worse. Absolutely. So um so yeah, it's just important. Just important. One of my favorite things, and, and you probably don't know about it, but of course I follow you on Instagram and I just man, I just love when you go to the basketball games, when you go to the volleyball matches, I mean, you are so involved in your kids' lives. And I just think that that just speaks volumes about the kind of person you are, not just being a Christian, but, you know, the kind of person you are. But it also shows them that, hey, man, this dude really does care what we got going on. And I think that is such a vital thing, you know, it's, it's, it's not even about trying to, you know, convert them, even though that is the ultimate goal. But man, you, you have such a influence over these young people lives. And, and I think that's awesome, man. You know, yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. It's, I, I probably take too much credit for it because I actually think it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being down there with them and being involved in, and, and, and you, and you exactly right, Josh, they want to understand like so often as adults, we harp and harp and harp on the failures of our kids mm. and we want to participate in the failures, but we don't want to participate in their successes. Man, that's good. You know what I mean? And, and I think that it's important for them to know, like, OK, if I do wrong, you know, Dr. Lawrence might suspend me. He might, you know, he might put me in ISS. He might give me detention. He might do whatever. But if I'm doing right, he going to celebrate with me. Absolutely. When I make honor roll, he going to be right there with a high five. When I make principles list, he going to be right there handing out donuts. When I make the game winner, he's going to be the first one running out there on the man. floor. Absolutely. You know, so it's important for them to see that as well. Yeah. It's just I'm a necessary, you know, whether, you know, the type of necessary I am for you depends on you. Absolutely. But I'm going to be there. I'm going to be a constant, you know, and, and when they know that you're a constant, they can deal with that. You know, mm -hmm. they, they might be mad at you for a day or two, but they know like, man, you know, this guy, right. this guy got my best interest at heart. And that's really all you want.
if you could share one piece of advice to the thousands, whoever will listen to this podcast, whether they're old, whether they're young, you know, someone who's struggling in their faith, whatever it is, what would you share with them from the life of Stefan? Man, I would just, man, I probably would just share with them, man, like the, the, my first year as an assistant principal, my principal at the time, Mr. Green, mm-hmm. um, who's now retired, uh, he said something to me, man. He said, when you, well, he, first of all, he asked what type of leader I was. Wow. And I, and I said the word effective. I said, I want to be an effective leader. He said, okay, well, take away effective. How do you achieve, achieve effectiveness? And I said, man, I think I want to be a servant leader. And he said, he said, that's a great answer. That's the best answer because that's the type of leader I am or whatever. And he was like, when you a servant leader, you got to be more concerned with getting it right rather than being right. Ooh, ooh preach right And there, I've been, man. and I've been living by that ever since, you know, just in all my interactions with people. Um, so if there's something that they could take from my life, yeah. that's what I would want them to take. You know, here's a guy who's understanding that 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 perfection is a process, mm-hmm. um, and that practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. Ooh. And and you you're you got to practice bad. I mean, practice bad habits to make something a bad habit, and you got to practice good things in order to make something a good habit. Give me y'all Facebook. You feel me? So y'all. yeah, like it's it's <laughs> so it's it's tough. And and but but when you're when you're more focused on getting it right yeah. rather than being right. It just changes the scopes of your of your conversations, of your interactions. And um, I think it really allows us to be more collaborative Absolutely. and to be more productive. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And I and I think that that's key in a school. I think that's key in a church. Right. I think that's key in a family unit. Um, just and so that's what I would want them to take. Right. And the good thing you were talking about being a servant leader, I think John 13, Jesus washing the disciples feet. Mm-hmm. The best way he led was through service every time. And I think that's certainly a model all of us can take in our everyday, everyday walk of life. So appreciate you being with me today, man. You know, appreciate you coming on. Josh, (laughs) man, I'm so proud of you for this podcast. I mean, I ain't going to go in on it because it's your show or whatever. I appreciate it. But man, man, listen, bro, you the GOAT, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. You the GOAT, bro. I appreciate it. And I'm proud of you. Thank you, And for all the viewers out there, I literally have known Josh his whole life. Yep, yep. I remember the whole graduating from high school going in the school of preaching. <laughs> now he dropping sermons and gyms every Sunday. And I'm just proud of my boy. Now he podcasting it. Oh, I'm on man. there putting it on my IG. Man, I appreciate you know? it, man. So, hey, look. Appreciate Do your thing, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of the Diligent Podcast where we make Bible study come to life. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.